Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya, folks. You're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 160 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on April the 13th, 2018. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am not joined by my good friend Peter Mandel. I will get to my co-host in a second, folks. But Pete and I are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Okay! So we've got a little bonus episode of Two Men in the Mouse this week. Um, well, not really bonus. It's just the regular episode, just a little later than it usually is, which I apologize for. Uh, been a bit of a chaotic week down here in Orlando, Florida, but uh, I, uh, Pete wasn't able to record today, but I did go out and found a co-host that, well, I mean, if you don't like them, you'll at least tolerate them. I know I have for a very, very long time. Uh, folks, it is the piglet to my Pooh Bear. It is the gone but not forgotten uh, it is the uh, the Disney trivia queen of mean, my dearest friend, Corinne Chandler. Hi, everybody. Hi, doofus. Hi. Hey. Oh, gosh, I, re- yeah. I really scraped the bottom of the barrel this week, guys. I couldn't find anybody. Like I, I know. Kevin basically begged me to come on and do the show with him. I didn't I just, beg you. You begged I me. I felt bad. Shut up. So. All right, folks. Um, so what have you been up to? Uh, it's been a while since people have heard from you. So what's going on? What's new? Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing much. No, no more Disney trips. Unfortunately, I haven't been since December of 2016. But you literally just got done telling me about a Disney trip that you're planning. I am planning. Yes, uh, I turned 29 this past February, so I for the third time. Start... No, the first time. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. No, you're the old one. Shut up. Yeah. Move, move along. So uh, so I got really impulsive and started looking for things to do for my 30th birthday, and I booked a cruise and happened to look at the dates, and we are in Port Canaveral on my 30th birthday, so I will be in the park celebrating my 30th birthday. Is that like, is Port Canaveral like a port of call for your cruise, or is it like the destination in... Like, it is. We sail out of Bayonne, New Jersey, which is fantastic because I don't have to fly down to Miami for the cruise. Right. Uh, and our first stop is Port Canaveral, Florida, which is where the majority of the cruise ships come in. And you can go, you know, hop on a little shuttle to go to Orlando and go to all the different theme parks. Gotcha. Hmm. Uh, now, where? what other what other ports? Is it, is it just Port Canaveral and then back or? No, it goes down to uh, it's a Royal Caribbean cruise. So it goes oh, to their private island. Yeah, so it goes to Coco Cay. Uh, I think we do a day in Nassau in the Bahamas. So it's two days at sea, Port Canaveral, Nassau, Coco Key, and then two days back. Interesting. Okay, very cool. I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. for you. Um, what month? I, I probably should know this, but when is your you birthday? You really should. <laughs> uh, it's at the end of February, so I will be sailing out of freezing New Jersey temperatures into the Bahamas and then back to freezing New Jersey temperatures. Might I give you a, a little bit of advice? Yes, please do. Um, bring like Dramamine or like even if you don't normally get 
seasick because the water in New Jersey and New York is going to be cold and mm-hmm. that makes the sea a little choppier. So uh, you might have a horrific experience like I did uh, <laughs> on my last cruise where the boat just kind of like rocked back and forth the entire time. And oh, fun. Yeah. So just be prepared for that. <laughs> and, um, you know, just keep just keep imagining being in Epcot and, you know, go with it from mm. there. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, is where I'm spending my birthday. I picked Epcot for my one day in the park. How's your blog doing? Um, I did actually just post a few things uh, oh, when wow. David Ogden Steyer's passed away a couple weeks ago. Huh? And, was, and you know what? Here, here I was ready to be all like haughty, like Corinne doesn't update her blog anymore. But you, you did, you did the thing. I do, yeah. I usually it's when. You know, when events happen or there's news and stuff like that, like, you know, with Incredibles right. 2 coming out, I posted some stuff about the Incredibles, but oh, I what, try to keep going with it. What about the Incredibles? Hmm? What trivia do you have about the Incredibles? Actually, one of my most popular posts that I keep getting email notifications that um, people are reading and responding to is about when uh, Mrs. Incredible is flying the plane uh-huh. and uh, she's using all these actual... Uh, the heck is it called? I'm blanking. Um, military terminology. India Golf Niner uh, Niner. Yes, exactly. Like she actually insisted on learning all the terminology and executing it perfectly so that it would actually sound really legitimate. I actually just got a comment that someone said I'm a military pilot and I freaked out the first time I heard that part of the movie because it was so accurate. I, I love when she says that, it, that it's buddy spiked. That was I was like, that's got to be a real term. And yep, that that friendly over. anti-aircraft uh, targeting has locked onto her, and you know, please don't shoot us. We're we're not the enemy. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so you ready to get into the news? Yeah, let's do it. The news this week, folks, brought to you as always by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. You can always find Dave over at Disney uh, DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. Okay, so ready? we got worldwide news first. Okay. And it's actually worldwide this week because we're going across the country to the land of Disney, not the world. Uh, we're talking nope. Disneyland out in Anaheim, California, because they have a new culinary delight that is baffling to me, but I'm sure people are going to be lining up in droves for it. Uh, did you see this? The, the Dole Whip Donut in Disneyland. Dole Whip Donut? Yes. Now, Cur- is this a, a stuffed donut or is no. it a dole whip flavored dough what is, what's going on no with this? regular donut but topped with like a toasted marshmallow meringue and pineapple icing Ooh, okay so you're kind of yeah so you're getting like the the cream in the in the pineapple like kind of in in one there i'm honestly not down for this i'm kind what, of what is it about it that's that's not a super i'm kind appealing. of a, i'm kind of a donut purist like keep your nonsense away from my donut <laughs> and that's what this is this is nonsense um but you can find it if you are so inclined uh over at the i gotta give credit to uh my friend aaron callahan she was always the one that says keep your nonsense out of my mac and cheese whenever i talk about the macaroni and cheese um you can find it at the disneyland donut cart which i guess is a donut cart in disneyland that would make sense yeah no it says it's next to the it says it's next to the big castle so i don't know if it's talking about a different castle because like <laughs> sleeping beauty castle is not that big but no i i kid it's next to sleeping beauty castle apparently uh, it did actually say in the in the story that i read oh next to the big castle and i was just like what <laughs> there's a smaller castle yeah. somewhere in the park? 
Okay, so uh, digital keys are coming to the My Disney Experience app, which you can then use in your Walt Disney World Resort for your room and beyond. So it's going to be part of the app. Uh, you, they're currently they're going to be testing it at Fort Wilder- at the Wilderness Lodge first. You uh, set it up with the, with the front desk when you check in. They like do like a really quick activation thing, and it activates it on your account. You tap unlock door, and you hold your phone against the hotel room door, and it unlocks. Oh, interesting. So yeah. kind of like how you use Apple Pay or Samsung Pay? Exactly. Same kind of technology. Uh, but nice. you're all, they're also using it to unlock the entrance gate to the resorts, like when you come back at the end of the day. Uh, also to get into things like the pools or the fitness centers. Which oh, that's smart. It's pretty much everything that you have to use a Magic Band for now. I don't know if a lot of fitness centers use it, but like I know there are some... Um, pools that you have to use your magic band for uh, i had a, i went to uh the beach club recently for for a day just to like have the kitchen sink with a bunch of friends and they i noticed uh, pete's told me about it before like they scan your magic band and then they put like a, a paper wristband on you to make sure that only resort guests are using that pool i'm pretty sure they do something very similar at the polynesian in the new volcano pool because it is so mm-hmm. new and people are you know want to go into it right yeah uh okay so moving along no Disney Springs resort or water park news this week, though I guess the the digital key probably could have been resort news, but it's all the resorts, so I figured it was like worldwide news, right? Yeah, it works on both levels. Yeah, thank you for, for agreeing with me, Corinne. I appreciate it. Uh, You're welcome. Magic Kat. Kingdom news this week, sponsored by Beyond the Wisdom of Walt, a new book by Jeffrey Barnes, which uh, applies the lessons of Walt Disney and building Walt Disney World to your daily life. So uh, Tomorrowland's got some new colors. New colors, okay. Yeah, new color scheme. Pete and I briefly talked about it, but it's now underway. Uh, there's new bright colors outside Carousel of Progress, which is kind of like what they've been doing, but like more like vibrant. Um, it's kind of like pastel colors almost. But there is a new graphic overlay on the famous uh, Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom Tomorrowland purple wall. Okay. You know what the purple wall is, right? Yes. Okay. What's the purple wall, Corinne? That's the uh, the wall that everybody's taking their Instagram pictures okay. in front of. You knew it. I didn't, I didn't know if you were like <laughs> lying to me. Uh, I, I just read a, a thing of the most Instagrammable walls on your next trip to Walt Disney World. Oh, well, it was that number one because that's like the wall. Yeah, that's the one that everybody wants their picture in front of. There's something called the bubblegum wall too, but I'm not really quite sure what that one is. Uh, but there's also the moss wall in, in Animal Kingdom, which is in Pandora. Yep. They have a, a mossy wall, which actually does look pretty cool. It's more, It's more than just a purple wall uh, <laughs> there's a so the graphic overlays been added to the purple wall there is it is still mostly just purple so you know you can still have and they have photo pass photographers out there but they've kind of added this like design that like kind of fades into the purple wall like as it mm-hmm. goes across until it just becomes solid purple and it kind of looks like spaceship earth like it's geodesic design oh okay yeah i liked it yeah, Thanks for a more impressive show. Parks. Yeah, more impressive showing. It's very futuristic. It's why, which is why it's in you know future world. But yeah, so, I mean, do you, are you cool with that? Like, like a little bit of Epcot invading the Magic Kingdom. I'm fine with that because it's in Tomorrowland, and Epcot is you know the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like cross branding across the parks. Yeah, yeah, it's got the you know the Epcot, um, the original Epcot model is in the Magic Kingdom, so it works. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving ha- moving along in the Magic Kingdom, the uh, the price for the Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom fireworks dessert party has incre- or is increasing this spring. 
Okay. I yeah. think we figured that would happen. Yeah, so it's going from $79 for adults to $84 and from $35 for kids up to $41. And by kids, we mean ages 3 to 9 because once you turn 9 years old, Disney considers you an adult. So belly up to the bar, Timmy, and order yourself a nice cold beer because <laughs> you're a grown man now in the eyes of Walt Disney. Um, that's going to be after May the 28th. Have you ever done a dessert party? I haven't, no. The past couple times we've gone, we really haven't stayed in the parks that late. So I've thought about it. Like I really have thought about it in the past, but I just I can't justify the price, especially now that they've just upped it again. Mm-hmm. There's been a few of them that I thought have looked pretty cool. Like the boat ones I think are really neat that they do every once in a while. But I don't know. So, I mean, what do you what do you get with that? You get a good viewing spot for the fireworks and a cupcake? Um, not a cupcake. You get many cupcakes. Okay. Uh, you know, you get it's an all you can eat dessert buffet. Oh, okay. So I mean, I guess depending on how you much you, I, I would probably have one cupcake. You think eighty-four dollars <laughs> gets you one cupcake? What what kind of scam do you think they're running? It's Walt Disney World. They could charge whatever they wanted for a cupcake and a seat for the fireworks. You know what, Corinne? We happen to like Walt Disney World on this show, so <laughs> shut your mouth. All right. The I int- love it too, but they can get away with that. It sound like it. you're accusing them of price gouging. I mean, they do kind of price gouge, but. <laughs> Only I'm allowed to say that, Corinne, not you. All right. All right. Epcot News brought to you this week by the Disney Dads podcast for a great family-friendly look at all things Walt Disney World. Check out the Disney Dads. Um, My Disney Experience is now offering you prompts to do the Agent P World Showcase Adventure. Oh, okay. So it sends you a push notification now when you're at the International Gateway and the bridge by the Mexico Pavilion. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, just FYI, there's this thing called Agent P's World Showcase Adventure you can play right now. And you actually, it's not just like, hey, you can do this, go find a, like a thing to like activate it. It gives you a link right to the website where you can activate it on your phone and play it on your phone. Yeah, and now that you can do that on your phone, it makes sense because, you know, it's not where you have to take time out of your trip to mm-hmm. go and get the special phone and then go do the activities. Yeah, you know, I, um, I haven't actually done it in quite a while. I haven't done it since, the, um, since you could do it on your own phone. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to have to try that now, especially that you don't have to, like, go to, like, the, the location to do it. Right. <clears throat> we did it with my sister when we went when she was really young. And, it was, you know, it was fun for her. But for the rest of us, it was just kind of like, okay, I was, wanted was, to go do something else. But Was it Perry the Platypus at that time or was it Kim Possible? It might have still been Kim Possible back then. What year was it? 2004, It five? was Kim Possible still, yeah. Yeah. You could believe we covered the transition to Perry the Platypus on this show on the show. Um, or did we? I don't know. I don't know, Corinne. Why why you like make me remember things? Uh I don't know. But anyway, um yeah, I really love I and I was really afraid that now that Phineas and Ferb is off the air, they were gonna change it to like some new Disney Channel show. I don't know what right. th- what they're doing. But uh they're not. They're clearly keeping it Perry the Platypus if they're continuing to d- add new things into it. So there mm-hmm. you go. Uh, we got some Animal Kingdom news, and it's kind of a head-scratcher. All uh, right. The one thing about the world of Pandora is they've said that there's no walk-around characters to meet. And I think a lot of people were expecting, like, you know, tall blue people walking around they could take <laughs> pictures with. But obviously is not going to happen. However, right. and this is just, I can't believe these words are about to come out of my mouth. Disney has invented a walking battle mech suit that that people can, like, like well, not people like cast members like actually can like maneuver around in. 
Are you serious? Yeah, no, the dude's, like, fully seated, and, like, this battle mech suit, like, literally walks. Like, you, have you seen the movie? Uh, I mean, I saw it once, well, you, but I remember, you remember the, the, battle mechs? the suits. Yeah. yeah. It's that, essentially. It's, like, a smaller version of that, and not one that's built for combat. But <laughs> no one's going to be firing off, you know, missiles in the middle of Animal Kingdom, but... I'm just Im- I'm really impressed by the technology. If somebody showed Yeah, like that's kind of like almost scary that they're able to just be like, "Okay, yeah, we're just going to make this and have it walk around a park." One of my roommates showed me a video of it like actually just yesterday and like I completely dismi- like I not dismissed it, but I was just kind of like, ah, "I doubt that's what they think it is. It's probably just like a like an April Fools thing like carried over that somebody missed or whatever." And now I look today and I'm like, "Wow, this is real. They literally <laughs> invented a walking mech." All right. So, go Disney. Yeah, go Disney. I, you haven't been to Pandora. It wasn't around when you were here last time, right? No. No, it was not. You're going to like, you got to do, I mean, you're not going to do it this trip, so never mind. Honestly, yeah, I, you know, you have one day. I know you said Epcot, but I am going to make a strong pitch for you here to go to Animal Kingdom instead. I mean, but. Epcot's, Epcot's just Corey so, and Chandler. Let me, so let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me lay. I don't have a full day. I only have until like five o'clock. Let me lay a hard truth on you right now. Epcot's boring. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. So a lot of people just screamed at their, uh, it's a Disney sacrilege. I know Ep- <laughs> Epcot right now. I mean, I mean, listen, do you plan on eating and drinking around the world? Yes. Okay. Then go to Epcot. Because that's yeah. what if that's what you want to do, then that's awesome. More power to you. And you know what? I retract my statement because in February, Festival of the Arts should be going on. And that's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it's my favorite of the festivals. I, Animal Kingdom, honestly, and I'm, and I'm going to say something that like people that listen to the show, like in the early days of Two Men in the Mouse, are going to be shocked to hear. <laughs> Animal Kingdom has officially overtaken Magic Kingdom as my favorite Disney park. Yeah, no, I would never have expected those words to come out of your mouth. It's honestly, it's the park I go to most now. Like, uh, mm-hmm. whenever whenever a friend wants to like go and like hang out at Disney, I'm always like, let's go to Animal Kingdom. I mean, really, I'm just kind of like, let's go see if we can find a baby hippopotamus. But <laughs> that that's really what tipped it over the edge. It was closed for a while, and that baby hippo was born, and they were just like, come to us, Kev, and yeah. See, I feel like if you have a day to just kind of do whatever and just hang out in animal kingdom like yeah i'd be all for that mm-hmm. but i like i've got one day in disney right. and i don't know when i'm gonna get back right so i need to i need to jam pack it if only you had a friend that had a guest room just saying well if only my cruise didn't leave that i'm night. saying for other times <laughs> you're like i don't know when i'm gonna get back like sob story violent sad violin playing of your life you want to buy me plane tickets to to get to that guest room you know what i'm just offering you a shortcut all right what you do with it is your own thing okay moving along corinne why why are you so why, why are you laughing so hard I'm sorry. I'm sitting on my bed and my cat just tried to jump from the dresser to the bed and she just like <laughs> Wow. We we've wildly coyoted into the side of the bed and fell down. All right. Well, and my bed is raised probably like a good 3 feet off of the floor. So right. Well, Corinne's stupid cat notwithstanding. <laughs> was it was it was it good? It's it was Scout? No, it was Marguerite. Oh, I thought Scout was the smart one. 
Scout's the little fat one. Scout got fat? Oh, Scout's huge. Oh, I, I've been away for too long, haven't I been? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right, moving along. Uh, Hollywood Studios news. We've got a little bit of DHS news for you here. Uh, Toy Story. Okay, so the Toy Story Midway Mania Fast Pass line is closing for a month. Uh, in other news, I will not be riding Toy Story Midway Mania for a month. Yeah, how is that going to work? So what's going on is they're relocating the entrance of Toy Story Midway Mania from Pixar Place into the new Toy Story Land, which opens at the end of June, June 30th. So as of June 30th, the entrance is going to be there. Uh, they are doing some work, which is going to close down the Fast Pass line, however, th- uh, from now, um, actually from April 12th through May 7th believed to be i the wait times are going to be astronomical because they're already astronomical it's going to be on par with with frozen oh you've been away too long uh uh, uh flight of passage is the new frozen oh, okay yeah then no, I, actually, I have no you know what? i think it will be on par, on par with uh with frozen which is usually somewhere between an hour and two hours uh mm. but i mean you know what it's already so long like i I've tried to like go by there and like you know see if I can get on, you know, standby a couple times, and it never works out. Like that is still always packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing to do in Hollywood Studios, which is why. But right, because that's one of the only. I mean, it's always been one of the best rides mm-hmm. in the park. Are, are you excited for Toy Story Land? I am. I, you know, just seeing some of the preliminary stuff. I you're I allowed to say no. No, I am. I just, I haven't seen a lot of it. I've been out of touch because I'm pretty much like six months before I go, I'm like really into the news and I'm looking at every single thing so I know what's going to happen. And then I kind of like fall off of the Disney news train because I'm not going to be there. So So you've told me two things in that sentence. One, you were a very poor choice for a co-host this week. And two, <laughs> and two you don't listen to this show ever. I told you if we do an all news segment, it's just going to be me going, oh, no, I didn't know about that. Okay, tell me more. (sighs) All right, we need to take a commercial break so that I can pick my brain up off the floor. Uh, (laughs) Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear from our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon Podcast Network, and then we'll be back with our e-ticket attraction of the week. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier? Makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. 
That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. All Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends on his name on it. Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. How do you go from dreaming to doing? Walt Disney never stopped dreaming about the future, and neither should you. Learn how you can use Walt Disney's final dream of Epcot, the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, to see your own dreams come true. In Beyond the Wisdom of Walt, a new book by Jeffrey A. Barnes, you are challenged to transform your life by applying the lessons that Walt Disney, Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and Epcot teach us. In the follow-up to his best-selling book, The Wisdom of Walt, Barnes takes us on a magical journey through the history of Disney in Florida, beginning with Walt's decision to do a sequel to Disneyland. Learn how the parks continue to change and thrive today, and how you can too. Beyond the Wisdom of Walt is a story that teaches us how to create a vision for our dreams, cope with change, leave a lasting legacy, and so much more. Whether you love Disney, Disneyland, or Walt Disney World, or just need a little inspiration and insight that Walt Disney had, you will find a whole new world of magical possibilities for your own life within Beyond the Wisdom of Walt. After reading this book, you'll want to start applying a little of that Disney magic to your life right away. Please, folks, check it out over at thewisdomofwalt.com. You can find it also on Amazon.com in Kindle format, hardcover, paperback, or audiobook. Also, listen to it on Kindle Unlimited.
Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic work days to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. Are you ready for a dad's take on Disney? Well, look no further than the Disney Dads Podcast. We dive into so many... Hold up, hold up, Justin. It's not just for Disney dads. We can look at Disney from every perspective and all are welcome. We take a dive into Disney history, Disney attractions, Disney movies, and so much more. You're exactly right, Jason. And everyone can find us at www.disneydadspodcast.com. On the website, you can find all of our social media. You can also find our SoundCloud channel, where you can leave your browser open and listen to hours of Disney park sounds and Disney music. Also, we'd love for you to give us a call. Our phone number is 317-WDW-DADS. That's 317-939-3237. Leave us a message. Tell us a little bit about your Disney passions, and we can't wait to get to know you a little bit better. Justin, hold up. Don't forget they can send us a text at the exact same number. Yeah, definitely. Get a hold of us. Send us a text message. You got something on your mind about Disney? We can't wait to hear about it. From the Disney Dads, we hope you have a magical day, an incredible week, and always keep it Disney. Folks, Walt Disney World is one of the best places that you could spend your birthday. And if you heard Corinne's long-winded explanation from the first half of the show, if you didn't tune it out and skip ahead, um, as I so wish... Shh, I'm, I'm <laughs> communicating. All right, folks, um, so you would know that Corinne is going for her birthday come February. Um, it also happens to be my birthday on April 14th, which is just one day away from the day that this is released. So we thought that with that all being uh, what it is, that it might be fun to talk about birthdays in Walt Disney World and what is 
what are the best things to do to kind of make that day really truly special and memorable because if you go into your birthday in Walt Disney World without a, without a plan you might be missing out on some truly memorable experience that's why this week for our e-ticket attraction of the week Corinne and I are talking about the top 10 ways to spend your birthday in Walt Disney World and the e-ticket attraction this week is brought to you by our old friends at Kingdom Strollers we welcome them back to the show Kingdom Strollers for all of your crib and stroller rental needs in the Orlando area okay Corinne so are you ready to discuss um birthdays in Walt Disney World I am let's do it okay have you ever spent your birthday in Walt Disney World no I've never been down there it always happens to fall my birthday is usually the week before or after the Disney Princess Half Marathon. Uh, so, yeah, so I've kind of always hope. thought about going, but avoided it like the plague. But you this year, hope. my birthday is on a Wednesday. So, oh, okay. so yeah, the crowd should be cleared by then. Good. I was going to say, yeah. Avoid those yeah. one Disney weekends <laughs> like the plague. Uh, okay, so, but you've, been, you've gone for uh, your sister's birthday, right? No, we because we always went uh, during uh, teachers' convention week. You know? Oh, so when I went Jersey week. Family, it was always that week. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why I thought you were. You didn't say that in the first half of the show, like that you went for your sister's birthday one time. No, it's just that we went when she was little. Oh, I don't know how that correlated in my. Anyway, it's <laughs> shut up, Corinne. You throw me off my game. Uh, so. Corinne and I looked through like all the different things you can do to kind of make a birthday experience a little bit more uh, energetic and memorable for you and your family. And so we came up with 10 things that you can do. And these aren't in any kind of order. It's not like number one is the best thing you could do. These are all just kind of even in our minds. Uh, it was kind of hard to rank them. But I will say um, that uh, these are things that are acceptable both for adult for adults and children both like I didn't want to be like get drunk because <laughs> like you know like if you're planning a birthday trip for like your child I mean if they're un if they're under nine that's not something that you can do <laughs> I mean if they're over no, nine but if, they're, if they're 10 or over then free free reign wouldn't it be funny if like in world showcase like each country had like you can buy drinks like based <laughs> on the drinking, drinking age that country right because some of them are like pretty low if i understand correctly germany's 16 yeah yeah oh wow and england 18 so <laughs> if someone could ask me hey kev what's the one way you could make friday night and world showcase a little <laughs> bit more obnoxious and uncontrollable it would be to let 16 year olds have booze yeah <laughs> um okay so moving along all right so the first thing on the list that we have is photo pass pictures because who doesn't want to remember their birthday or their child's birthday yeah the photo pass photographers are they're fantastic and they they really do get the best photos yeah, so do. everything you take is not just a selfie and you know what disney stands by those actually i saw a friend of mine on facebook recently um posted a thing that said they got a illuminations fast pass because their uh, one of their photo pass pictures was like messed up wow really yeah i think that's what i saw i didn't actually oh. question it but like they were just like yeah so this picture is not great but it got us an illuminations fast pass and i was like oh okay cool right on so disney's kind of <laughs> standing by that you know that that whole thing with photo pass uh mm. i am a photo pass fanatic and if you're an annual pass holder above the uh, like if you're gold or above i believe it is um which i think is just for florida residents the 
the the tiers. But um, if you're an annual pass holder, you have your photo. You have photo pass attached to your pass, unless you have a resident pass, which is silver or below. Um, which has been one of the greatest things about having the pass has been the photo pass and being able to know that I get all my ride photos, being able to know that I have all of my photo, all of my photos from the photographers. It really makes every time you go a truly special experience and to have it be your birthday, to be able to celebrate the photographers. If they know it's your birthday, we'll probably have you do some kind of cool posing and whatnot. The photographers are one of the greatest um, administers of Disney magic. Oh, yeah. I was actually kind of sad last time I went. We didn't get any. We got one picture that had uh, Olaf kind of like dancing in front of us, but we didn't get any other magic shots. Oh, well, I, that's not what I, I didn't mean magic shots. I just meant that like they make special experiences. Oh, OK. Stop, yeah, re- stop reading literally into my words. Fine. OK, so number two, go see your favorite character because characters will make a big deal over your birthday. Um, so I, I mean, I've never gone to a character on my birthday, but I mean, I know for, especially face characters, face characters will actually talk to you about it. You know, they'll make mm-hmm. it big, but I mean, Mickey does some cool stuff and I'm sure talking Mickey has got some, some pre-programmed um, birthday, uh, sayings. I mean, <laughs> talking Mickey will He's say genuinely interested in talking to you about your birthday. Yes, exactly. Uh, if you were to visit one character on your birthday, Corinne, who would it be? Uh, if I could find Belle in World Showcase, that would uh, that would make my birthday complete. Uh, yeah, and she's in the provincial gear in World Showcase, which is yeah. nice. I actually uh, took uh, I don't know if I've told this story on the show, but I, my girlfriend is not like really wasn't really big on characters when we started dating, and we were in World Showcase recently, and she saw Belle, and she just like fell to pieces, <laughs> <laughs> like in a not fell to pieces in like a weird like you know like. Mm-hmm. crying way but like she just like she like devolved into a child like, devolved is another bad word to use but she <laughs> <laughs> uh, turned back into yes a yes the clock was turned back and i yep. got to see the magic through her eyes and it was a beautiful thing and the, and, and bell is always so wonderful and accommodating i think for me um for my birthday i think the character i would want to see the most probably t- either talking mickey or like the stepsisters because i feel like they would make a big deal over it oh yeah, yeah. when we went trip it was for our anniversary so we had we got the buttons when we checked in because of course me being me i you know set my binder on the the check-in desk that said Corey and aj's 10-year anniversary trip Mm -hmm. to disney so the uh the girl at the cast member at the desk made a huge deal about it she gave us buttons that said 10 years and every character we met made a huge deal out of it it was awesome oh that's really cool i like that oh well you know what that's a really great transition that you didn't mean to make but number for our third uh tip get a birthday button yes definitely the buttons are great free souvenir and you can find them pretty much at any uh if you ask any cast members a lot of them just kind of have them on them but like most uh the check-in desks will always have them the gift shops will always have them and usually if it's early enough in the day they will have a cast member kind of stationed near the entrance of each park who has like a big basket of all the buttons and you can tell them what you want get a birthday button it'll have your name on it so people will be like hey happy birthday corinne you know corinne uh, yeah, Kareem, yeah. Connie, something along those lines. Oh, do people call you Connie? I get Connie a lot because they just see the C O and the two N's and just kind of and they just stop together. reading. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah, Connie people. and Kareem are the two biggest ones. You used to yell at me about Kareem because I used to spell your name with two R's. Yep. 
literally it was just like uh, Kevin, we need to have a talk. And I was just like, I, oh. I I had an <laughs> argument with somebody about it once because he kept insisting that I should only have one N in my name. I'm like, no, it's like dinner and diner. You know, the, <laughs> she's like, Kevin, we need to have a talk. The one N makes it, it long, and the two Ns makes it short. She's like, you keep putting two R's in my name. My name is not Cream. <laughs> just like, <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so number four is go eat as many places as you can. Um, I would say make even two table service reservations on that day if you can, breakfast and dinner, because waiter, um, the wait staff at the Disney restaurants are also really wonderful uh, brokers of the magic. And they will, if they see that it's your birthday or if you tell them ahead of time it's your birthday, a lot of times they will have something special for you that kind of, you know, exists outside the norm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so in keeping with, our, with what we said about PhotoPass earlier, go on as many photo rides as you can. Just kind of help complete, like, your photo montage of the day. So we're talking things like Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Test Track, uh, Expedition Everest, which is always a fun picture when you're me. Uh, <laughs> I am terrified of Expedition Everest, but I love it. It's, it's like... It, so all of my pictures, like, I never post them on, online because they're always me screaming. Oh, I posted mine was Seven Dwarfs Mine Train for the first time. And I, first of all, I am paler than pale. So going at night when that flash bulb hits me, mm -hmm. I am just like, I'm just a white blur. Casper so the you Friendly see, Ghost. Yes, exactly. So you see this big, bright, white circle for my head. My eyes are bugging out of my head and my mouth is open about as wide Wait. as it can go. Time out. Back up. <laughs> You're screaming on Seven Dwarves' mind train? Well, because when we went, for some reason, our cart didn't swing. So we were coming around those curves and no. were almost... There's no excuse yeah. for this. Yeah. We were, we were like, I was about to fall out of the car. Seven so. Dwarves' mind train, you, you get... Like, unless you're eight and still technically a child by Disney standards, you have, a, you have an amused smile on your face, or maybe you're laughing as you go out. You're not bugging out and screaming. Right. I, at least, my, at least I do it on a... I've tried a million times. I'm going on it for the first time at night, not being able well, to what see was where I'm going. the boogeyman going to jump out of the bushes at you, Corinne? No, if I can't see where I'm going, and all of a sudden just like, oh, hey, there's a turn. What, do you think Disney's going to run you into a brick wall? <laughs> I'm at... No, but you're suddenly just jerked in one direction. And I'm at least... I'm at least in a big, enormous mountain that goes backwards in the dark and has big, long drops and a, and a mean, stationary Yeti inside. Yeah, all right, fine. We scream at different things. Okay. Move on. All right. Well, moving right along. Um, so, yeah, do photo rides. as long, But be mindful of your complexion and how it will react to light bulbs, apparently. Okay. Um, all right. So our sixth thing, um, go on attractions that include live performers because they will sometimes, not all the time, don't go in expecting it, but a lot of times like a Jungle Cruise skipper or a safari driver will point out birthdays and things like that. Right? Yep. Just, you know, another example of cast members giving you some more magical moments. Absolutely. I think the Jungle Cruise is probably your best bet for that because they have a little bit more leeway and in, like interacting with, with folks like the great movie ride back when that was a thing. Like you could never have gotten anything on that because they were so strict right. to that script, which they had to time it with, you know, Robert Osborne's weird ethereal voice <laughs> when, he le when, he, when, he, when he just leaves <laughs> he you to your death, you. <laughs> when he abandons you to your death at the hands of a mobster and or cowboy. 
time to go get some popcorn. Like, <laughs> not even like time to call the authorities. Just time to go. Just all right. <laughs> Pete and I have talked about this at length. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, oh, w- uh, was um, was great movie ride still there last time you were there? It was, but we didn't get to do uh, Hollywood Studios. We were only actually in the park for two days. So we did a day in Magic Kingdom, a day in Epcot. Right, I do remember that. Okay. And then we met up in Springs, right? Yes. Yes, we ate at the bowling alley. Uh, oh, that's right. That was really fun. Yeah, it was. All right, so the sev- uh, the num- number seven, I would say uh, go see a fireworks show. Because, yes, the fireworks are not for you. But it is your birthday, and you could pretend it's there for you for a second. <laughs> what better way is it to like finish off your birthday than for the sky to come alive with fireworks? I know you're not going to be able to do illuminations for yours, but mm-hmm. imagine what it would be like if you could. It would, it would be pretty awesome pretending those were all about me. Nobody cares, Corinne. All right, there it is. Yeah, everybody's been waiting for it, so. <laughs> uh so in keeping I, I've been like stressing over like where's the perfect place to put it. So now I feel like I can do the rest of this like show with like Yeah, now you can just kinda take a breath yeah, and Right. Like we got it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um and now it's deader than the Wilson joke. Uh all right, so number eight, um dessert parties. Go to a dessert party. Maybe not the Magic Kingdom one because they just upped the price, but Dessert parties are great, especially because who doesn't love having cake on their birthday? Even though you're not getting a personalized birthday cake, you can still eat some ridiculously good pastries and watch fireworks at the same time. I think that's a win-win. Yeah, it just makes you feel special. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would say for me personally, it would be the Star Wars, um, the Star Wars dessert party at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Because I maintain yeah, I th- that Star Wars: The Galactic Spectacular is the best fireworks show on property. What were you going to say, Corinne? Uh, I was just going to say if I if I had to pick one, that would probably be it. Really, you wouldn't you wouldn't go with um, Happily Ever After? No, I I love Star Wars. All right. Um, now, have you watched? Why, why are you so shocked by that? That was your choice too. Uh, yeah, but I just didn't expect us to agree. Now I feel kind of dirty about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you you like the the light side. I like. Or you like the dark side, I like the light side, this so we very, can at least have that. This is very true. Corinne, yeah. Corinne is avidly against uh, villainous individuals, as as was known by when CM Punk was a heel in the WWE back in, like, <laughs> back in like what was it, like 2011? But, and you were but just... But see, now I root for heels, and you, it's so weird. She was so violently anti-CM Punk. <laughs> she was like, he's such a jerk, and he cheats to win. And, like, I messaged her boyfriend, and I was just like, oh, we're dealing with that, are we? He was just like, oh. He was like, dude, you have no idea. Uh, oh, side, I didn't tell you. We're, we're going to Backlash because it's in Newark. Oh, I wonder if my brothers are going to go to that. My brothers are, like, huge wrestling fans now. Mm-hmm. Do you watch WrestleMania? Yeah, we had a big we we had a uh, we had people over. My my roommates have like a an enormous like living room setup, which is a hundred and thirty five inch um, projection screen TV. Um, so we watched WrestleMania on that, and it was pretty pretty good. Uh, it's an awesome WrestleMania. Not to get on a wrestling tirade, I know the majority of our listeners don't care about that. So yeah, I will I just really say won't. I will just say two words: Ronda Rousey, and that will be that. Yeah, we'll talk. The, we need to talk after the show. We'll talk after the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number nine, I would say uh, this is something that I've only done um, once in my life, but I would really recommend doing it, especially on a birthday, because I feel like a big deal could be made about your birthday again. Um, go on a tour. You know, I have never done a tour in Walt Disney World. I've always wanted to and just never had the time in my trip to do it. 
I went on the Dolphins in Depth tour in Epcot back in 2009. Um, and I was celebrating a special event at the time as well. And they actually ended up giving us a, um, like a little extra souvenir thing that was like signed, signed by all the Dolphins. Aww. I somehow don't think that they actually <laughs> signed it. You don't think they just put the pen in the dolphin's mouth and no. let them just kind of... No? No, I don't think so. It was a li- the penmanship was a little too good. Oh, all right. Um, okay, so, yeah, take a tour. So you got dolphins in depth. You've got um, the behind-the-seeds tour, which takes you to the land pavilion. Um, of course, there's the Keys to the Kingdom tour, which is the all-day, like, go underground right. at the Magic Kingdom kind of thing. The, I can't. I hate that they don't have the Segway tours anymore. They used to have Segway tours. I see. I just, I imagine so many injuries, both to the people on the Segways and the people around the people on the Segways. Yeah, point taken. <laughs> um, but my the tour that I'm dying to take is actually, they have a, they have a tour that goes over the, uh, around the safari. And part of it is, like, you actually go over it in, like, a harness and, like, a clip that runs into, like, a track above you. Uh, and you walk over, like, bridges over, like, the gorillas and, like, over the hippos and whatnot. Oh, wow. Yeah, it'd be a great way to see baby Augustus. <laughs> who you will not is he cute? see. He's the cutest little chunk ball you've ever seen in your life. Like, he's just a little ball of fat. He's just like, <laughs> sitting out there. Um, I will say, I told a story uh, on the last show about how we had the worst safari ever. Um but I actually just had one of the best ones actually the other day. I had a really great driver. Uh, she was just so knowledgeable and alert. And it really makes the whole experience better. There were more animals. It, no baby Augustus, but it was the draftiest. Um, it, it was probably the draftiest safari I've ever been on. I like that description. Draftiest. Well, because they were everywhere. Like the, <laughs> none of the drafts were like together. Like usually they're just like the whole tower. Because a group of, of draft Corinne are called a tower. Look at you throwing trivia into your shows. A tower of draft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a group of draft are a tower. A group of hippos are a bloat. And a group of... Fling- <laughs> of a gr- a, I'm not even kidding. A group of flamingos are called a flamboyance. Yes. I did know that one. I yes. didn't know about the bloat and the tower, though. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so the whole tower of draft were, like, spread out around the savannah. So, like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, here's a draft, and then we're going more, and we're talking about the wildebeest that killed Mufasa, and then there's the draft again, <laughs> and then we go more again, there's another draft, and they were, like, really close, and it was just really, really cool. Nice. Yep. Okay, so, moving right along. I can't wait for them to get some baby lions, though. Oh, that I would be that. awesome. A little Simba cub, like, running around. Yay. Like, who wouldn't love that? Okay. Uh, so, the last thing that I would say is a must-do for your birthday is... As the birthday individual, you're, you need to dictate the day. You need to help plan the itinerary. You need to make sure that things that are being done are things that you actually want to do. Don't let somebody else steal your day. And if parents, if, if it's your kid's day, keep in mind the things that your kid loves to do. And, and you know, plan a day according to, like, to their likes and their wants and not your own. Uh, that would be my big, you know, because it's your birthday. You want it to, you want it to go really well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you want to make sure that everybody that's coming with you to celebrate your day is having a good time. But, you know, ideally, it's about what you want to do on your day. Right. I mean, like, I would make everybody sit through Canada, your lifetime journey, like, five times. Of course you would. But, (laughs) um, actually, my birthday this year, we're actually not going to Disney. What? No, we're not. The whole weekend, we're not going to Disney. Uh, I'm doing one of the most ambitious things I've ever done. By ambitious, I mean staying at home. Uh, but oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. But they're like staying at home with a purpose. 
from Friday night, so the day this is released, that it'll be tonight um, at around six p.m. We start watching Iron Man, and then we watch The Incredible Hulk, and then we watch Iron Man two, and then we watch Thor, and then we break. And then in the morning at 7 a.m., we watch Captain America, The Winter Soldier. And this goes on through Sunday night. That's that's intense. Until we've watched every single movie <laughs> in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe catalog, Corinne Chandler. So, do you, I mean, do you have an actual timeline? Do you know exactly oh, when you're going to Oh, it's scheduled. It is a full-blown <laughs> schedule. Like, I have the schedule. It's posted on the event, like, to all my friends that are coming. And it's essentially my house is just going to kind of be, like, open to, like, the people that are invited so they can come and go as they please. So I'm going to need to text you and be like, hey, you know, please let me know what time I can call you to say happy birthday. Um, I mean, you can call me anytime, but I'm just not going to answer it. You're just not you're just not going to answer. It yeah, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter what time you're going to call. <laughs> I'm just not going to take it. Um, Corinne's mom and I have the same birthday, which I love your mom so much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I miss her. OK, so anything else you want to add? Any like witty anecdotes or like sad attempts at a slam or no, no sad attempts at a slam. I'm, I'm, it, it's late. I'm not feeling clever enough for that. Um, but I, another thing for me for my birthday, since it is a big deal, you know, it's not. I don't get to go very often. I'm also planning my outfit already for my birthday. Um, I'm looking at oh, customers on Etsy. I'm make uh, when I went last time. I actually made myself a uh, replica of Rapunzel's crown to wear for. The, my my days in the park, so I'm uh-huh. making something like that, but for my birthday, so that's I, good. that's another project for me. So when when you're a prop ma- when you're an award winning prop master like my good friend Corinne Chandler, you can go you can create things like this. Um, mm-hmm. You've won for props, right? I'm not. I haven't won awards for props, but I've been nominated more times for props than I have for acting. Oh God, that burns, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think New Jersey Community Theater is trying to tell me something, but... <laughs> Stick to the props, lady. Uh, <laughs> Stay backstage. <laughs> make that flower pot. Thank you. We've, we've heard all we want to hear. Let's see some, let's see some props. <laughs> no, Corinne is wonderful. Um, we, I still really want to post some uh, like clips from our Oklahoma at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like also Corinne makes these costumes for like Ren Faire and stuff like that that are pretty ridiculous. Your your Ash versus the Evil Dead uh, costume was awesome. I, I, one of the greatest moments of my life is the fact that Bruce Campbell retweeted the picture that I tweeted at him. Did he? Oh my god, he did. It's li- the the email notification that says Bruce Campbell retweeted your tweet and has the picture of my tweet is hanging on my desk at work to remind me how awesome I am every day. Oh man. Awesome. I mean, Kevin Smith has liked some of my tweets before. <laughs> but, you know, he he hasn't actually ever retweeted me. So, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So, all right. Well, you know what? I'm like, I feel like I'm vamping here just because I don't want this to end because I love having you like on the air with me again. Um, so maybe we should finally do that show we've been talking about doing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We've been talking. Kern and I have been like playing with the idea for a while doing a show called Showbiz Showdown, which was going to just be uh, us like arguing about like, you know, theater and movies and television and like just general pop culture-iness. Uh, so that might happen. We have, I mean, Mikey Wisenhunt made us an awesome graphic for it. So 
you know, that might yeah, like still what, happen. Two years ago at this point? Yeah, something like that. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, things have been hectic, Corinne. I'm lucky enough when I can get this show out. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so, I mean, unfortunately, I don't think I got anything else. You got anything else? No, I, no. I don't have anything else. It's just been fun being on. Yeah. All right, well, folks, then that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you to my very special uh, guest host, Corinne Chandler. I promise I'll keep her appearances sporadic so you guys don't get sick of her. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Corianne, for coming on here and doing the show with me this week so we you know, didn't have to miss a week. I really greatly appreciate it, and I appreciate you, and I adore our friendship, my piglet. Aw, thanks, Pooh. Uh, so, folks, uh, enough of this mushy garbage Corinne I hate your guts uh, so, uh, <laughs> folks if you love our good friend uh, Peter Mandel please check him out over on uh, over at Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue Cranford New Jersey 07016 or check out RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store if you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World Disneyland Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney any Disney resort throughout the known world Alani in Hawaii or Universal Orlando Resort, please reach out to our good friend and sponsor Dave Weikert of Magical Travel who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Uh, folks, also, you can always find Dave over at DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. If you want to apply the wisdom of Walt to your daily life, check out The Wisdom of Walt by Jeff Barnes, the new book that takes a look at Walt Disney's dream to create Walt Disney World and shows you how you can take those leadership lessons that Walt embodied and apply them to your daily life we're actually going to be having jeff on the show next week to come in and talk about the book so very excited about that uh folks if you are renting a cribber stroller in walt disney world please check out our good friends over at kingdomstrollers.com who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams and deliver it right to your walt disney world resort uh and folks uh please check out corinne's uh disney trivia blog if you got time if you don't no big deal um you know check it out when big things happen like when people die uh, that's when she, that's when she updates it, apparently. Current, that's what I update when people die. It is DisneyTrivia.tumblr.com, right? Yeah, I'm hey, you remembered. Wow, I don't know about And also, folks, if you're looking for a really good, family-friendly Disney podcast, check out our good friends over at the Disney Dads. You can find them on iTunes, iTunes Stitcher, and Podbean. Uh, check them out, the Disney Dads podcast. Could not recommend it highly enough. And so, folks, that's going to do it for this week. Corinne, any closing words? Bye, everybody. Bye. See you in a couple of years. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Folks, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse.